From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, October 18th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In southeast Ohio, two people aboard a private plane were killed when that plane crashed in Marietta this morning. ONN's Richard Solomon reports from the crash scene. This is in the Pioneer Buick GMC dealership. Troopers say the plane did land on cars that were here to be repaired. I've been speaking with several witnesses who work around the area. Some tell me they saw the plane hit the ground nose first and heard several explosions after. And we have learned from Marietta police the plane did leave from John Glenn International Airport in Columbus around 6:40 this morning. Now, Highway Patrol did say no one on the ground was hurt. Reporting in Marietta, I'm Richard Solomon. The Ohio State Highway Patrol has now released the names of the two men who were killed in that crash. They are 49-year-old Timothy Gifford of Orient, Ohio, and 45-year-old Eric S. Sievers of Parkersburg, West Virginia. The sixth week of the murder trial of George Wagner IV surrounding the 2016 Pike County Massacre in southern Ohio resumed in Waverly yesterday. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports the jury heard several recorded conversations between Wagner family members. George Wagner is on trial for his role in the seven Roden family members' killings. The conversations were a result of wiretaps back in 2017, a year after the murders were committed. Calls discussed BCI digging around a barn on a third search of the Peterson Road property after the Wagner family sold it. Wagner's mother and brother have pleaded guilty to avoid a possible death sentence. His father has pleaded not guilty and has not yet been on trial. The 11-year-old boy who was run over by a parade float more than two weeks ago during Big Walnut High School's homecoming in Delaware County is still at Nationwide Children's Hospital. ONN's Clay Gordon has an update. His mother says Kenny Zedeker is doing much, much better. He's responsive and using hand gestures now. He's had several surgeries. She says since day one, the community has been supporting him, whether that's through signs in yards or donations. They say the support is unbelievable. From the school, I mean, he's got cards after cards. Amanda Stepps says Kenny still has a long road to recovery. She says he could be in the hospital for another month. I'm Clay Gordon. In Ohio's U.S. Senate race, Democrat Tim Ryan debated Republican J.D. Vance last night in Youngstown, an event put together by WFMJ-TV there. The candidates spoke on how they'd solve the inflation problem. Tim Ryan. But in the short term, the answer is a tax cut for working people. It's not a gimmick. It's an actual economic tool to help relieve some of the pressure. J.D. Vance. First of all, we need to stop spending money that we don't have. The runaway spending is one of the reasons why we have inflation. They talked about each other's campaign ads and criticized campaign financing efforts, getting a bit personal and contentious at times. You were calling Trump America's Hitler. Then you kissed his ass. That's not true. It is true. This guy goes on national TV and says, I love Nancy Pelosi and has the audacity of accusing me of kissing anyone's rear end. It's pretty rich. The quote of me saying, I love Nancy Pelosi, was right before I said I'm running against her. You know why? Because I don't have to hate anybody. I don't have to hate Republicans. I don't have to hate Nancy Pelosi or Joe Biden. I don't have to hate them. We, should, we need to move the political discourse in this country from hate and anger and division 
to love and compassion yeah. and forgiveness and some grace. Well, You've taken okay. tens of millions of dollars, Tim, from technology companies, from out-of-state money. How, what percent of your donors have come from the state of Ohio? A very small share. His entire campaign is based on sucking up to the national democratic establishment. And of course they support you, Tim, because you support their policies 100%. The two also touched on the topic of abortion. He called rape inconvenient. Like, this is not a guy who's ready to protect the rights of women. These are complicated circumstances. My basic view here is that we need to protect life in this country, and it is a very different view from where Tim Ryan stands. Ryan and Vance are running to replace Republican Senator Rob Portman, who is retiring. The election is November 8th. Early voting began last week. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose says a new investigation shows 75 more individuals who allegedly voted twice in the 2020 general election. In most cases, they voted first in another state and then cast a ballot in Ohio. This is one reason why LaRose says the Public Integrity Division is needed. The fact is that here in Ohio, voter fraud is rare, and so is voter suppression. I mean, we work to keep those rare, and Republicans and Democrats should be able to agree that we won't tolerate fraud, we won't tolerate suppression. Both of those are immoral. It's made up of investigative teams looking at campaign finance, voting system certification, voter registration integrity, and cybersecurity protocols. The ever-evolving coronavirus continues to do just that. ONN's Monica Robbins in Cleveland has the story. Winter is coming, bringing cold, flu, and COVID season. While the Omicron variant BA5 is still the main spreader, two new ones, BQ1 and BQ1.1, are coming in hot. Those variants are circulating in Europe. They've already reached us and became 11% of U.S. cases in just a month. We don't know how dangerous they are, although we are seeing some hospitalizations beginning to go up in some European countries, including the U.K., which is an often predictor we use to see what is going to happen here. I'm Monica Robbins. A health system in Toledo says there appears to be an alarming amount of drug use among teens in that area. ONN's Jeff Smith has more with Majda Stefan from the Lucas County Health Department. Prometica's data showing that 9% of high school seniors in the Toledo School District admitted to trying an opiate that they had not been prescribed. Youth don't really understand consequences, and there's a lot of peer pressure that goes into drug use as well. So they could make a very fatal mistake by taking something that their friend gives them, not knowing what the makeup of that is. Last year, 276 people died from overdoses in Lucas County alone. I'm Jeff Smith. The president and CEO of a Pittsburgh-based natural gas producer that drills in eastern Ohio says energy costs are increasing because of restricted government policies. ONN's Dave James reports. Home heating bills are expected to skyrocket, but Toby Rice, who heads EQT, says there's enough natural gas here to supply the world. The problem, he says, is government policies that won't allow more pipelines to move it. That solution is going to start right here in Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. To increase natural gas production, we're going to create a surplus of energy here in the United States. That's going to lower energy prices. Rice does acknowledge that U.S. inventory is down this year in part because of shipping more liquefied natural gas overseas. Dave James, ONN News. And the Governor's Inclusive Employer Award for 2022 was presented yesterday to both the Ohio State University and the Wexner Medical Center. Lieutenant Governor John Husted was on hand for the honors. The university and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center demonstrated a clear commitment to building and maintaining a community that reflects diversity and improves opportunities for all 
Ohio is a disability inclusion state and a model employer of individuals with disabilities. The award is part of the state's way of bringing attention to National Disability Employment Awareness Month. This is the fifth time Ohio State has been recognized with this award. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.